Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research, my friends. Hope you guys had a blessed night tonight, and we've got a lot of stuff going on today, and we got Ted back with us on the show, so it's going to be a lot of stuff we're going over today, and I want to give everybody a heads up. I told you yesterday, the post office is pretty much decided now that they are not going to be delivering stuff to Australia. Ruben and I have worked diligently on this, and we have worked with UPS now and gotten some negotiated rates for UPS. That's the brown truck, UPS International Express, so we can get stuff into the country still and pretty much any other country. If you need a quote on that, please give us a call or email us and let us know as far as what you're wanting to order and what you're wanting to get, and we'll be happy to help you out with that. You can also place an order online. However, the shipping will not be exact, so we will have to contact you and basically get a full rate quote because we don't have it updated yet in the website system. Just giving you a heads up on that. There's definitely something very strange going on all across the country right now. I saw earlier an article now, and I saw – Basically, from what uh, Lana had sent me this morning, my wife, one of her friends that she knows essentially was talking, uh, sent her basically a post on uh, from Facebook and told her that there's something very strange going on because one of her friends, they posted on Facebook, they had a bunch of family over. Apparently, I think this was yesterday, and one of the dads was 54 years old and collapsed in the living room, went into cardiac arrest out of nowhere. And uh, basically, the EMT showed up. They paddled him. They got him. You know, his heart started. They got him on um, life support at the hospital. And the problem is, he had so much brain damage from being dead essentially so long. They had to pull the plug on him. And so, my condolences to the family. I don't have the permission to give out the names or anything on that. But I found out that he had been injected. And so, this is something that's getting very, very strange. I think a lot of people are starting to see this more and more now that something doesn't add up. I saw another article now from former pro football player, as far as football in Europe, and uh, John Fleck. He fell to the ground at the team's game at Reading over the weekend with cardiac problems, went on a stretcher, went on oxygen, 30 years old, by the way, and was taken to the hospital. He's now in stable condition. But the problem is he's a player among like 40, 40 or 50 other players now over the last few months of athletes and football players who have suddenly collapsed on the field in recent months. I saw an article that was highlighted from the German paper, the Berliner Zeitung, and it recently published a report seeking an answer to why an unusually large number of professional and amateur soccer players have collapsed recently. And it goes on the list. I mean, there's all kinds. 17-year-old player JSG Hoger Hagen had to be reanimated in the Mondau during the game. Reanimated means he got paddled. 17 years old. Another one, game abandoned due to cardiac arrest of the referee in the game of Lumberg SV. Guys, the list goes down the line. And one of the doctors who's now been reporting on this over in Europe, who's Dr. Yafa Shizraz, has said there's been a 500% increase in sudden cardiac deaths of FIFA players or FIFA players in 2021. So what is causing this sudden epidemic, he is asking. And this is not by accident, in my opinion, as we're seeing this all across the country and in Europe now with people coming down with sudden myocarditis. Like I told you last week, one of Lana's really, really close friends, her dad's been hospitalized now. And uh, 
They said that he now has a rare cardiac disorder, and they have no idea what could have caused it. And, of course, he's gotten everything, including the booster shot, from what I found out. This is getting very troubling. This is why I've encouraged people, if you ended up getting the shot for whatever reason, do your best to make sure you're taking care of your immune system and your heart. That includes the vitamin E. That includes the CoQ10. There's something not right with this. This is not normal. This is not okay. This is not something that's coincidental at all. We've never seen this level of cardiac events, especially in young, healthy adults. When you start having 17-year-olds having to get paddled on the field on football games in Europe, 30-year-olds dropping dead in Europe, this isn't okay. And so, again, I want to get that information out there that something very strange is going on and people need to address it. At the same time, the rat world, Disney world, who I absolutely do not encourage people to go to. This is interesting enough, though, because of Governor DeSantis, who has been adamant now in signing legislation that will be fining all businesses in the state of Florida if they if they mandate an injection. Disney World has now said, as we assess the full impact of this new legislation, we are immediately pausing the enforcement of any mandatory vaccine policy for Florida-based cast members and employees until further notice. This comes on the heels of exactly what I talked about last week with the OSHA blocking their mandate to do this injection. I think a lot of these individuals that are even in these corporations that I don't care for, like OSHA, like Disney World, I think there's still a lot of people in these corporations that even may be leftists. They may be leaning left, and I think even they are starting to look at this and go, dude, something isn't right. You can't be this blind. There is something significantly going on, and we really need to address it and look at it before we start going in and trying to force everybody to get these shots. And this is exactly why so many people have come out now, including Matthew McConaughey, who I'm not a huge fan of, but he blatantly came out the other day in an interview. And he's gotten eviscerated for it now. He said, I'm not injecting my children. He goes, I have like a 7-year-old and a 10-year-old. He said, they're not getting the shot. He said, we have no idea what this injection is going to do to them, and there's absolutely no reason to be injecting kids that have pretty much virtually zero risk of COVID with an experimental injection when we know adults already are having significant problems with cardiac issues, and we don't even know why, allegedly – but yet we're saying it's okay to inject it into kids. This is very troubling. This is very disturbing. And yet again, it needs to be addressed and brought to light. And it's not a conspiracy theory anymore, guys. This is happening right now in front of us, regardless of what the mainstream media wants to blabber on about and tell everybody it's fake news and it's misinformation. This isn't fake news. This isn't misinformation. There are thousands of doctors now all across the country. They're saying the exact same thing we are something isn't adding up and something is not right about this injection so i wanted to kind of start off with that and remind everybody get the truth out there thank you for forwarding our show forwarding the articles getting the news out there because there is no doubt about it people are starting to wake up some less than others and some more than others but the more we get it out there and the more we talk about it and the more information and truth that comes to light the more people even the ones that are asleep are going to start waking up. Now, you're always going to have that small portion of the population that is completely and totally mind-controlled. They will not wake up to anything. You could literally show it to them right in front of their face, and they've been so mind-controlled by the mainstream media through the psychop, they're not going to believe it. But there's a lot of people that are still on the fence and a lot of people that are still open to certain topics, especially when they start seeing this happen to their own friends and family, as sad as that is. But we have to address it. What do you think, Deb? 
Well, you're right. I mean, we're getting all kinds of letters and emails from all over the world. A good friend of mine, you know, Jackie is, you know, a nurse, you know, in Australia, and they're saying that if they don't get the COVID shot by the middle of next month, that they're going to lose all their jobs. And they're hauling people all over the country over to concentration camps, internment camps, whatever you want to call them, same thing. And it, it's sad to me because if people don't realize that this could happen in the United States and they have their eyes closed, and you said it so succinctly on the show that you did yesterday by yourself, Austin, which, by the way, was outstanding, and anybody that didn't hear the show yesterday needs to listen to it, is that you know if it wasn't for our Second Amendment, we'd be in the same place Australia is right now, the United States. The problem is when you have an armed populace, the population and the people who run the country, if they're at odds with each other, uh, there's a lot of, how should I say, respect, because everybody's concerned that somebody else is going to get shot. And so, and I'm not advocating violence. I'm not advocating shooting anybody. I'm not doing that. What I'm saying is that, you know, when you have parity as far as the ability to do certain things, people have a tendency to stop. You know, I remember in high school, I was a pretty big guy, and, and I remember there were a bunch of rednecks running around, and I wasn't. I didn't try to be a redneck, but the rednecks would always leave you alone if you were big enough. Just thought I'd mention that because they knew that even if they got in a fight with you and you basically got in a fight back with them and you were pretty strong because you've been working out with weights, that somebody's going to get hurt, and it could be them. And so it creates a parody that people have a tendency to say, okay, let's not do this, like the Old West. You know, Enough people are having gunfights in the street. People start realizing – just maybe I don't need to start something because I can end up in a gunfight in the street, and that's not good because usually somebody's going to get shot or die. And see, this is the problem that we have in the United States right now with all of these left-wing people, which is all Cloward and Piven brought to us by Berkeley and by Columbia University and by the Frankfurt School and all of this intrusion of these communists into our systems 100 years ago to basically disarm the United States and take away our rights. And for some reason, you know, we seem to be the only show that ever talks about this. But this is where it came from, and this is how it got started. It's all part of the Russian Revolution financed by the Rothschild banking cartel, which has come to the United States now, including the use of the word Antifa, which they used 100 years ago, over 100 years ago, in the Russian Revolution, the anti-fascists. So a lot of things happened 100 years ago, and if you pay careful attention to what happened 100 years ago, you'll see the template they used, and they, so you'll see they're using the same play, template all over again. Uh, let me give you an example. Uh, there's a movie out with Kevin Costner. It was basically, he was a cattle ranger guy, and he was, you know, open range, I think is the name of the movie. And he said in the movie, one of the lines was, and he's so right about this because I've seen it true with my own, my own personal life, if you listen closely to what people say, they'll tell you what they're going to do. It's one of the best lines of the movie. And I remember years ago, I, I knew this kid who'd gotten in trouble at a, at a university here locally. And in fact, his, his advocate went in with him, and basically the, they told the advocate, well, don't worry, we're not going to have him arrested. We're not going to have him thrown out. We're not going to have him expelled. All we want to do basically is get to the bottom of this. And it wasn't that serious of anything. It wasn't any kind of assault or anything. It was some computer stuff. And I remember the uh, advocate came back and told me later, he said, they told me what they were going to do. They were going to have him arrested. They were going to have him expelled. Now, they said they weren't going to do that because they knew that was their end game of what they wanted to do. See, listen closely to what the government says. You're going to have complete freedom if you get an injection. That's not a lie, but you're going to have some freedom if you get an injection. Now, it's again – you will have more freedom or you'll have your freedom back if you get another injection, another injection, another injection, another injection. 
And what they're going to do is continually reinforce these injections until people who are the dumb ones, I hate to say that about society, but it's true, who continually get these shots, who don't think about what they're doing to their self and to their own health, are going to drop dead. That's what's going to happen because they're going to basically be suffering from antibody-dependent enhancement, and they're going to end up in a situation where their immune systems are shot, and it's going to require to get a new shot, a new shot, a new shot, a new shot, just keep their immune systems going. And it's sad to me because this is, you know, something the United States never signed up for. You know, I had a friend of mine this morning send me a thing on the pilgrims when they came to the United States back in the 1600s. And they basically wanted to come here for freedom of religion. And they were God-fearing people. They really loved Jesus. They loved God. And, you know, they, and they really prayed all of the time. You know, that's how the United States was founded. It was founded on a group of people that really wanted to have freedom of religion and get away from the tyranny that was England. And the sad part about all of this stuff is – is that if we don't look back on history to see how they came to this country and why they came to this country, we forget why America was formed. We forget why we have the Constitution. We forget why we left the tyranny of King George in 1776 and started our own nation. But we have become, as Austin has said many times on the show, trust fund babies, and we allow them to continue to force us to do what they want us to do. Let me tell you something, guys. I've had pericarditis, and I was in my 20s when it happened to me. It was not a joke. It was a nightmare. I almost died from it. It is a very debilitating disease. I mean, you feel like an elephant sitting on your chest, on your heart. You have constant heart pain. It's unbelievably hard. You're coughing constantly because your heart and your lungs, your coronary pulmonary system are not working together properly. You're getting fluid buildup in the lungs. It'll drop you dead or this, you know, the rattlesnake in a wagon rut. It'll kill you dead. But guys, listen to me. For some reason, the population of the planet seems to think it's okay to get these injections and come down with these potential diseases because they want to travel and be on their way and basically go stay at a hotel on the beach, you know, or go to Europe and go see a castle or go to Africa and go on safari. I mean, it's insane to me that people are compromising their health and they're lying to the people and saying, oh, it has nothing to do with the vaccines. But then if you look at the VAERS report, the mRNA COVID vaccines are dramatically increasing endothelial inflammatory markers and ACS risk is measured by the plus PULS cardiac test. This is a warning. And I posted this on the website. Here's what it says. Our group has been using the plus cardiac test, which measures biomarkers, and we have found that there's a five-year risk percentage of new acute coronary syndromes. The score is based on the changes of the norm, and it's been tested now for the past three months to six months in our population for eight years. And now they're finding there's a massive, massive increase, massive increase from the score. In other words, more and more people are coming down with heart disease and dying from it after they've been injected. And guys, this is just the start. You're having tumors. You're having brain tumors. They put a component in the mRNA vaccine which downregulates your immune system, which suppresses the ability of your body to fight cancer cells. We're going to have cancer and heart disease and all kinds of other diseases through the roof in the next two or three or four years. It's going to be insane how the population of the United States is going to plummet within the next three years because the people that believe the lie. But people always want to believe the lie, don't they, because it's easier. I, mean, I feel so sorry for the folks that are in businesses that basically have been vaccinated. And now this this court has said they're put a hold on the doggone Biden mess. And yet the vast majority of some of these corporations, rather than losing the job, have already been injected. I've got a good friend of mine. She's already suffering from Parkinson's disease. And she worked for Disney, a good friend of Sharon's. And she went ahead and had the injection. And now Disney has paused the injections, which means – she didn't have to get the injection. <laughs> All these people, we have a, a big Coca-Cola plant here in town. They were offering their employees 
$2,000 per person in order to get injected. I mean, this is insane. The incentives. I spoke to a, a re- restaurant a waitress the other day up in up in Asheville, and she said that she was given two hundred dollars by the, her employer to get the vaccine, and on and on and on it goes. But remember what Klaus Schwab said. He said by twenty thirty, which is you know eight years approximately from now, that you will own nothing and you will be happy. Now, why would he say that? Why would he say that? Well. One of the big things you're coming out with now to really enslave the masses is the metaverse, which in Hebrew means death, and it'll trap us in a virtual reality and in a position this Zuckerberg, this front guy for the Rothschild banking cartel, as the world's largest landlord. This is a really good article that was posted on The Defender by Jeremy Lafredo, the journalist and political commentator. Emily Jelinski and Mark Zuckerberg are using a metaverse to normalize virtually rea- virtual reality worship working, socializing, and playing because the more time we spend in the metaverse, the more money he makes and the more control he has. If anybody thinks this Zuckerberg, this little freak, little little boy wearing shorts, little weirdo, just unbelievable. I mean, he's such a – never mind. He, he, he's a front boy for the Rothschilds again. And this is all being brought to us by the controllers of the planet. Now, let me explain to you what I mean by that. Facebook has destroyed family units. It has destroyed marriages. You get these women on Facebook and these men on Facebook who intentionally post pictures of themselves to try to attract the opposite sex, whether they're married or not or members of the opposite sex, and they end up getting a new boyfriend or new girlfriend and leaving their current spouse or current boyfriend or whatever, and it's turned into a big social dating site. It's what it is. And it's unbelievably bad because these people are posting pictures of their new big screen TVs or pictures of their new, you know, things that they're buying or their vacations that are going on and making un- other people unbelievably jealous. I mean, Facebook's a nightmare. The vast majority of these tech companies, when they develop these types of programs, they're doing it to disrupt the family unit and they've warned their own children not to use these products. What's going to happen with the metaverse is this. Everything that we experience in this planet, on this planet, is an energy field, everything. I mean, we're an energy field. I've gone into detail about that before. Our eyes, they don't see a picture, okay? They see an energy field, and our brain takes that energy field, and it turns it into an image that puts it into the brain, okay? Everything is streaming energy, very, very much like the movie The Matrix, with Keanu Reeves. I, I'm not even making this up. This is the way it really does work. We're in a giant energy field. And when they put these goggles on you from this death verse, this metaverse, and you see a different reality, your brain's going to process those same images the way it would process a real reality, making it think it's in that reality. Letting you know that. And a lot of people are going to lose themselves in this. It's very much like that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie back when he basically had his memories implanted in him. And he all of a sudden thought he really was this person who was in the memories. That's what they have the ability to do with this. They can implant this stuff into you, making your life in the matrix more appealing than your life here. Suddenly, you become Superman. Suddenly, you become the guy that can leap buildings with a single bound. You become the guy that is the man of steel, and you can have bullets bounce off of you. Why would you possibly, if your life is horrible and you're living in a horrible state, in a horrible condition, in a horrible country, in a horrible place somewhere on this planet or even in the United States, and you could go into that reality and your brain thinks it's real, why would you ever want to come back to not being able to feed your family or having a horrible mundane job? Why would you? 
And so what happens is people get lost in this metaverse, and then the, tr- then the truth of what Klaus Schwab said, of what he wants to be the truth, of what they're predicting for us is this. By 2030, you'll own nothing. You will live in the matrix. You will see things that you don't imagine what you've ever seen before, and you will be happy. Why would he say that? If you're going to own nothing and you're going to be happy, well, because you're going to be in a virtual reality simulation. Oh, that would never happen. Are you kidding me? Do you realize how many people are addicted to social media in the United States who can't put their stinking iPhone down, who can't put their stinking iPad down, who can't get off the computer screen, who can't stop watching the pornography? How many millions and hundreds of millions of people and billions of people globally are like this? These people are going to be able to shift into an energy field being brought to them, to their minds, through their eyes, by these goggles they're wearing, and they will turn into like those, how should I say, ever-ready batteries that people have turned into in the movie The Matrix in which they will live their entire lives in a simulation. You think, wow, Ted, this sounds crazy. I'm just telling you what they're doing. I think they're all nuts. But this is, you know, Zuckerberg really believes that he can make people into this. It's like being hopelessly addicted to crack cocaine and never being able to get off of it. That's what this metaverse is going to be. Well, I want to go back to my real life. My real life's in the metaverse. You say, well, that would never happen. People aren't that stupid. Oh, they aren't? <laughs> People aren't that insouciant and stupid? Are you kidding me? How many professionals have got themselves injected and are now dead who are highly trained professionals with college degrees, and they just took a shot that had never been tested properly as a part of an experiment? And now they're, continuing, they're killing the control group of the rest of us by all the things they're doing to us. Because they don't want the control group out there. They don't want the people that have not been injected to be walking around telling the people that have not been injected or the people that have been injected, hey, you made a mistake. Maybe you need to reevaluate it. And then they put this unbelievable bumbling buffoon that's this babbling, bumbling buffoon Biden. There you go. On our TV sets. And people believe this guy's in charge. <laughs> They believe Biden's in control. It's incredible. The guy can't even articulate two complete sentences, and he think, they think he's running the most powerful nation in the world. No, he's not. The international bankers and the oligarchs and the Rothschild banking cartels and the bloodline families and the highest levels of Masonic lodges and the Council on Foreign Relations and the Committee in 300, they're running the planet, all being brought together through the doggone <laughs> Sabbatine Kabbalist Luciferian Satanists that are in charge of these guys who are communicating directly to Lucifer in some type of you know interconnection that they're doing with him with a D-wave computer and sacrificial rituals they conduct on a regular basis. This who runs the planet. <laughs> Gosh. And, and, and that, that's what we've got to see. We're under the control of an ancient Canaanite religion. And we have been. We have been since the days of Noah. It's been like that forever on this planet, ever since Adam decided to do his thing and with Eve and start chowing down on the, you know, the forbidden fruit and basically changing their own DNA and all the things have cascaded since then. And God saw it and he changed the timeline with Noah. Had enough of it, but these things stayed here. They were here before and after the flood. They started it all up again. That's why the giants showed up with King David, you know, Goliath. And that's why all of this stuff is continuing to go on. It's why the ancient Israelites continue to worship the demons, like I mentioned earlier. And this is what's this is where we are. <laughs> so that's the same group that has been and has continued to run the planet forever and ever. They own and control BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard. They control all major corporations, 
all major media, <laughs> all major talk shows, I hate to tell you that, including a lot of the alt media, probably 90% of the alt media is fully compromised, and yet nobody wants to talk about them. It's the cult that rules the world is who it is. And, guys, if we see it for what it is, it becomes so blatant in our face that we can't let it go. We know at that point it's the truth. So then when you see all of this stuff, all of this stuff, all these riots and the stealing of the clothes and the stuff from Louis Vuitton and all the other things that we report on because it is news, and these gangs running around doing things or driving through crowds of people, which are all tragedies and horrible and real events, we start to realize that a lot of this stuff is being orchestrated in order to keep us entertained well, they implement this metaverse or the matrix or they continue the control of the Dacronian legislation or they continue running their space force. It's like we talked about last year with the politics with Donald Trump and Biden in the, in the election for the, oh gosh, we had to deal with a lot of stuff for almost a year. It's a giant circus show with dancing clowns and dancing bears and dancing elephants and hippopotamuses and all these different people that are doing things to keep you entertained. That's what they do. It's what they always do. It's what they've always done. It's a giant circus show. The problem is, is you don't have to be in it if you don't want to. You can realize that your faith and your life and your future reside with the Most High God through Jesus Christ, who again, after Noah, he put Jesus into the timeline and changed the entire timeline. He did it, changed a lot of stuff that when he did that, those two instances, because he knew that we had no chance without Christ. He understood that, and that's why he gave us Jesus, who's the author and the finisher and the perfecter of our faith. But how many preachers have you heard tell you what I just told you? That's why we have to have a relationship with Christ all the days of our life. Austin, what do you think, bud? What's your next story? I, I love the hippos. The hippopotamus. They are just so entertaining to me. And fun fact, a lot of people may not know this. Hippos are actually the most dangerous animal in sub-Sahara Africa. They cause the most amount of deaths over anything over there. A lot of people want to go pet the hippo. <laughs> they want to go jump on the hippo and ride the hippo, and they have one of the strongest bite capabilities of any animal. So the, the hippopotamus are quite entertaining as long as you don't go jump and ride them and try to mess around with them. But you're exactly right. There's, the whole thing is turned into theater. And at the same time, though, as it's turned into theater, it's designed to subvert our culture in believing, again, that the rule of law and morals and ethics no longer exist. That's why I told you guys last week with the whole thing that That's happened. That's right. Rittenhouse. They wanted him to be guilty. That's why the left had an absolute conniption fit when he was found not guilty. They want everybody to think you do not have a right to self-defense. You do not have a right to protect your family. You sure as heck don't have a right to protect your community. And they were found drastically wrong and as we're seeing now this cultural shift into this just lawlessness i saw another article they're saying now more more thefts over in california best buy now their margins have crashed they said their actual total gross sales are up but their margins are sliding because and they said we're seeing more and more particularly organized retail crime chief executive officer Corey Berry said on a conference call you can see the pressure in our financials and most importantly frankly you can see the pressure with our associates it's traumatizing to them that's exactly what you see now there's constant cameras there's video of a guy in, in, in uh, Best Buy shoving a phone like an iPad phone down the back of his pants walks out, walks out, alarm goes off, he starts running, nobody chases him. Remember, like I said, in California, they pretty much decriminalized petty shoplifting under $1,000. It's like 
it's like a speeding ticket. And most of the time, the cops don't even show up for it anymore. And so what they're doing is they're letting these guys know, hey, this is this is what you can do. This is what you can steal. It's okay. This is your payment. Your This is your reparation. You can go in and steal anything and everything you want from any store you want, and it's okay. Nothing's going to happen to you, and the sad part is the vast majority of these guys – Nothing's going to happen to them as far as on the main front. Now, the backlash and reaping what you sow, that's a different story. I've always thought it was funny when you talk to people sometimes and they just have horrific lifestyles when it comes to helping others and being rude to others and just stealing things. I've talked to people before. They, they just, it's, just, it's just a bad lifestyle. And they constantly have a black cloud over their head. Everything's bad. It's always happening to me. Well, I did this and I did that, but now everything's bad's happening to me. I'm like, dude. You've heard of karma? Well, yeah, I've heard that. I said, you heard reaping what you sow? Read the parables in the Bible? Well, I've kind of heard that before. I said, dude, like Dad just said, it's energy. You constantly give out negative energy. You constantly rob people. You constantly steal from people. You constantly lie to people. You're constantly doing anything and everything you can wrong, and then you wonder why everything's going bad for you. It's a very easy concept to understand, and Jesus put it in very, very plain terms in the parable. And this is what people have to understand now. These things are going to come home to roost for a lot of these people. Those individuals in Kenosha thought they were going to run around. They thought they were going to be pedophiles and rape little boys. They thought they were going to go push a dumpster on fire into a gas station and blow it up. What happened? Well, two of them got shot and killed. The other one got half his arm blown off. Now, I have no sympathy for those individuals. They were all brazen criminals. I don't wish death upon anybody, but I have no sympathy for people like that. For people that run around and rape little children, as far as I'm concerned, God made it very clear. You'd be better off to have a millstone tied around your neck and drop the deepest part of the ocean, meaning you're not going to make it. It's going to be a horrific death. Your ears are going to crush you, and you're going to blow your lungs out, and you're going to die suffocating is what he's implying in that analogy. So when those people are involved in this stuff and they think there's just not going to be any ramifications, they can run around and they can steal and they can loot and they can firebomb, they can rape and they can pillage, and there's no negative side effects. God's a just God. He will not be mocked. These individuals that are doing this lifestyle now, that are thinking this is okay and promoting this culture, there will be consequences to it in this life or the next. And that's what I've constantly told people. We've said that here in Central Florida a lot of times. said, dude, our sheriff said that. He goes, if you break into somebody's house, expect to get shot in the face. Don't bother people. Don't go try to kick in people's door. He goes, I recommend my residence. If somebody breaks into your house and they're here to commit harm to you, which if they're breaking into your house, they are there to commit harm to you. He goes, I tell you to blow them back out of your house and shoot them. There's consequences to actions, and this is what has eluded a lot of this generation, including mine, including the millennial generation. The concept of consequences doesn't exist. Now, a lot of people, when they're making a decision, they kind of weigh out the pros and cons. Say, hey, you know what? This is a risk. I'm willing to take the risk, and I'm willing to accept the consequences. You know, If I go 20 miles an hour over the speed limit and I get pulled over for a ticket, I'm going to deal with the consequences of getting the ticket. I'm going to get an attorney, and I'm going to get the ticket dropped, and I'm going to pay the fine and whatever I have to do. Same concept goes with almost every other decision. The problem with this generation now is they think consequences don't apply to them. They do something unbelievably stupid. They go rob a store. They go try to firebomb a gas station. They go to try to grab an AR-15 from a guy that's trying to protect a car lot. 
and all of a sudden they get shot, and everybody around them goes, what? How did this happen? This is not okay. We should be able to firebomb any gas station we want. We should be able to rape and pillage anything we want. You can understand, we're the Generation Z. There's no consequences for us. We're exempt from all consequences. It doesn't matter what we do or what we say or how we act or where we go or what we blow up. We're exempt. And a lot of this is brought on by the media and their unbelievably idiotic ideology that they put out all the time. The same concept has now infected a huge portion of the population when it comes to the ideology of COVID. The fact that it doesn't matter what you eat. It doesn't matter how obese you get. You can get five, six, seven hundred pounds and never exercise a day in your life. And I'm perfectly fine because why? My doctor's going to give me another pill to fix my health. It doesn't matter how much insulin I take a day. My arteries aren't going to get hard. My feet aren't going to basically get peripheral neuropathy. I'm not going to have any problems because my doctor will fix it because it's not my problem. And in some cases, it's not your problem. That's why I've always said to people before, my, your health is not my responsibility. Your health is your responsibility. It's time people start taking responsibility for every aspect, your health, your security, your family, your spirituality, and also your community and your country. The concept of living through this and being able to ignore everything that's going on around you and expecting it never to affect you is nothing short of lunacy, and that's what we're watching now. That's why I've encouraged people, make sure you know how to defend yourself, not just with a firearm, but also hand-to-hand. Take some jujitsu classes. Take some karate classes if you need to. At least learn some basic martial arts techniques. You don't have to be a black belt and go compete, but learn some basic defensive tactics, and then work on basically firearm handling as well. And defend your family because as they've clearly said and it's a very true fact the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun you may be very well versed in martial arts and firearm disarmament but i can tell you right now 99 percent of the people out there if somebody shows up with a rifle to your house to kick in your front door and you have a baseball bat or you have a golf club i can tell you right now it's going to end very poorly that happened with the family over here, that horrific incident that happened with the family over here in Lakeland. That guy that was a nutbag showed up, basically shot the entire family with a machine gun. Well, he was a nutbag, and the family didn't even own a handgun from what I found out. I mean, that's, that's negligent, negligent on a father's part, not having the ability to take care of his family. Come on, guys. It's time we take care of our family on every aspect right now. The gig is up. The game's been played. The hand's been exposed. This is why I'm so proud of the families that are going against these public school boards right now and these, these all, all these school board systems. It's time that people start standing up and pushing back. Also, too, in other news, speaking of being able to defend yourself, Beta Boy O'Rourke now has said he's trying to run for Texas governor now. This will be interesting. What's oh, funny about it, this bumbling buffoon who really thinks that he's going to get elected in Texas, which unless they steal the election, I don't think there's any way, snowball's chance in Florida on black asshole, he's getting elected. He did an interview with CNN the other day, and one of the individuals, they said, gun control in particular is your number one issue in your presidential campaign. And they played the clip from him saying, yes, we're going to take your AR-15 and AK-47. And they go, is this still what you're going to do as governor? And he said, well, most of us here in Texas do want to see our friends and family and neighbors. We don't want to see them shot with weapons of war. There you go. There's, there's, there's that, that trigger word again. 
Oh, yes, I still hold this view. <laughs> this is what happens when you have politicians that have private security and basically government security contractors that are with them 24-7, and they live in loony land. They don't live in reality with anybody else. They have you know three, four, five, six-man fire team with them anywhere they go out in public. They don't operate in reality. They operate in a fantasy land, and this is the same concept what's got me so frustrated with a lot of these transgender cross-dressing perverts now. They want everybody else to operate in their fantasy land. I could care less if you want to go put a dress on as a grown man and run around. I really don't care. It's not my problem on that concept. I'm libertarian with it. You run around the dress, look like a buffoon, act like a girl. Don't really care. Not my problem. But when you come at me or my family or my children and say, you have to accept me as a female and call me ma'am and pretend I'm a female and live in my fantasy world, that is where the line has been drawn and always will be drawn with me. And if you guys have ever hung out with me out in public, you already know my attitude and my stance towards that. Don't care. You want to go run around and act like that? By all means. But do not under any circumstances have the audacity to tell me that I have to teach my children. They have to live in your fantasy world to make you feel better about yourself. Everybody's got to deal with their own you know, their own quirks, their own things they got to fight. I get it. Some people got weirder stuff than others. Some people had past that were weirder than others, and they got to deal with that. And for those people, I pray for them. But it does not mean we have to live in their fantasy world. And that's exactly what we've seen the politicians live in now, this fantasy world. As Pelosi is basically a representative for California, right? She has constantly been hammering DeSantis now for the last year and a half, talking about how he's been killing people down there and how the lockdowns need to occur and how Florida is basically this rebel state. Oh, yeah. Well, it's funny now. Marjorie Taylor has come out now and absolutely blasted her. She goes, oh, by the way, Nancy Pelosi just went house hunting last week in South Florida. She bought 11,000 square foot, $25 million waterfront mansion in South Florida. It was going to say someone doesn't want to pay the exorbitant taxes in her own home that she's ruined. Climate change and global warming thrown out the window, I guess, with a $25 million mansion, which, by the way, if you look up a lot of these houses down there, because I've had a curiosity looked on them. You can look them up on Realtor and stuff like that. When you get into the 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollar range in South Florida waterfront houses, generally your property taxes alone range from anywhere from six to seven hundred thousand all the way up to four to five million dollars per year. Per year. Property taxes, meaning even if you paid cash for the home, you got to cough up two, three, four, five million dollars a year just in property taxes. And people think that she made all of her money at $175,000 a year salary is a congressional leader. Come on, guys. Where do you think these politicians make all this money from? Why do you think Pfizer does whatever they want with the FDA? Why do you think Gutlieb was the head of the FDA and now he's the lead board member of Pfizer? These guys are interchangeable. They bounce around back and forth between government agent jobs and back and forth between public sector jobs and private sector jobs. This is what they do and why they make so much money and why they pass laws that you have to follow that they're exempt from. Kind of how the federal vaccine mandate didn't apply to Congress or the Senate or the White House administration. Isn't that funny? Didn't apply to the U.S. Postal Service either. 
Isn't that funny? Almost kind of like they knew that people were going to start having cardiac issues and they couldn't afford to have the entire United States Postal Service collapse on itself with drivers having heart attacks while they're delivering packages. Oh, did I say that? I don't know. That's just a theory I'm throwing out there. But why don't you think about the people that get exempt from the vaccine mandate and the people they try to force the vaccine mandate? Kind of like I haven't heard one single person, not one politician, not one federal agent discuss the need for individuals that are on welfare and subsidy and housing subsidies and food stamps and WIC and SNAP. Did they have to be injected with the kill shot in order to get their federal funding and all their free money? Ooh. Now, that topic hadn't gotten brought up anywhere, has it? Man, it's funny. I haven't heard the bumble in the food vibe bring that up one single time. Oh, no, it's only the middle-class working families that are trying to pay the bills and keep America great are the ones that are being forced to take the kill shot. Think about that for a second. What do you think, Dan? I had a friend of mine who was in the seminar business back in the 90s, and he had he bought a huge home down there in Palm Beach. And I'll never forget this. He lived right next door to some of the people who owned like the, you know, major football league teams. And <laughs> his maintenance was unbelievable. He was on five acres on the water. He had a security guard gate going into the property. He ended up losing it all through bankruptcy and getting it foreclosed on and all kinds of other stuff. But his, his bill was ridiculous. It was millions of dollars a year just in property taxes. I mean, it was hundreds of thousands of dollars a month just to own the place, including the property tax. I think it was like four or five hundred thousand a month. I mean, he literally had to make five million dollars a year before taxes after taxes actually before he could make the payments on this place and of course he ended up losing it all but i, I thought it was odd he ended up getting divorced losing it all losing his company i mean he's big service big mess i could tell you the whole story but i can mention names but the reality is this people don't realize when you have these big houses you have these big estates uh, it's expensive that's why so many of them get put into foundations which are tax-exempt non-profits so you look them up, and all of a sudden you find out they pay zero property taxes. We'll see if Nancy Pelosi sets up a foundation of the new place she just bought so she has no property taxes, which is what most of these places do. When in that, And when they also do that, in many cases, it sets it up for the next generation not to have to pay inheritance tax on it either because they're set up as corporations. So a lot of this stuff is all pre-planned for these quote-unquote people who are doing the bid of the government. But like you said, Austin, you know, she's already trashed out her own state, you know, with all the LGBTs and all the weirdos in California. And now she wants to move somewhere else, which I find very, very ironic, which means hopefully she's about to retire. Remember, her whole family was organized crime. Thought I'd mention that. And you you made a very good comment, too. You, you said that why are so many of these politicians so wealthy? See, that doesn't just happen at the federal level with Nancy Pelosi. We've seen it with city elections and city commissioners and county commissioners, and state yep. representatives, all the way up, because they do exactly what Austin said. They pass sweetheart deals to developers to put giant developments into areas which have no infrastructure or road development to support this area for the development they're going to do. And somehow they seem to retire in other places and don't stay in the areas they've crapped out, and they move somewhere else. I've seen it over and over and over at the local level. You think, well, that's awful. Well, then, but then you start digging into it, you find out most of these people are involved in Masonic lodges. They're Masons. They just be blunt. They're Masons. They're Masonic, and they all have this good old boy network. You know the good old boy network they used to talk about. They should have called it the good old boy Masonic network here in Central Florida. It's what it was and what it still is. And these guys do whatever they want to do, whenever they want to do it, and they seem to be above the law. They get indicted. They get charged by the state of Florida for basically doing things they're not supposed to do. 
And then they get reelected again. <laughs> it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. But it's because it's the same group that has always run the place. And by the way, these people are talking about Jesus. Most of them are drunks and alcoholics. I have a friend of mine. He wanted to be a pilot. He is a pilot, and he wanted to work for the airlines. And he basically went to work for a major airline after he about he accrued about two thousand dollars, two thousand hours as a flight instructor. And he and he found out very quickly that all of his friends who were the pilots and the people flying around, they, a lot of them were a bunch of drunks, and they pick up whores all the time. This boy's a Christian. He quit his job with these guys after just a couple of months. Said, "I'm not doing this anymore." You know, and so. It's not what you think it is sometimes when you have certain people in certain places doing certain things, including my buddy who's the flight instructor, wanted to fly for one of the major airlines. We've got another friend of mine. He has a private plane, and he always hires pilots. And he told me they're easy to get, but he says they're, most of them are a bunch of drunks. you got to get them when they're sober. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? Why is that? Well, you know, flying is a high-stress position, I'm sure. And also – the lifestyle they have living in hotels by themselves is, is, is pretty awful sometimes. So, guys, listen to me for a second. Be very careful of what you want to do with your life and with your, what you want to do with your profession. Think through what your goals are. Don't do something that you're not going to enjoy. Find out people that are doing what they're doing and find out what kind of lifestyle that they have and find out if that's where you want to go if you're younger and you're listening to the show. But with Nancy Pelosi, she trashes out. California. Now she wants to move to Florida. I find that extremely hilarious, to be honest with you. Not in a good way, though. Here's another article. Leaked audio reveals how California teachers are recruiting kids into LGBTQ clubs. This is unbelievable. A leaked audio recording reveals two teachers at a recent California Teachers Association conference mocking parents over their concerns about the homosexual and transgender indoctrination in school, says a source who attended the event in Palm Springs, California. The recording basically captured two seventh-grade teachers employed by Buena Vista Middle School in Salinas, California, telling other teachers how to recruit students into the LGBTQ clubs, also known as the Gay-Straight Alliance Clubs at school. It was horrifying, quote, to listen to not just one teacher, but really all of the teachers in all of their seminars exhorting parents, says the source, who goes by the pseudonym Rebecca Murphy. Murphy attended the Teachers Union Conference in late October. She told this research company that the teachers mocked the parents for their concerns and suggested they know better than parents about what's for their children. They laughed at the parents, she said. This sold-out CTA conference billed as the 2021 LGBTQ Plus Issues Conference Beyond the Binary Identity and Imagining Possibilities was held October the 29th to October the 31st this year. The CTA has hosted sexual orientation and gender identity professional development training for at least the last two years, according to an event notice posted on the United Teachers of Los Angeles' website, which asked teachers, do you have the courage to create a safe environment that fosters bravery to explore sexual orientation, gender identity, and expression? I mean, think about what they're doing. And again, if you go back into this, the vast majority of these women that are doing this are witches or Satanists or Kabbalists, or have no identity with Christ at all, and they're basically totally secular, hedonistic heathens. This is the group that is in the school systems, particularly in California, running the educational systems, dragging these young children into this ditch. A little five-year-old little boy comes in the classroom and says, Wow, my sister had a really pretty dress on today, didn't she? Oh, yes, would you like to wear that dress? Oh, yes, I'd love to wear that dress. My sister looks so pretty today. Oh, fine. You're probably not a little boy. You're probably a little girl. And you're like, what just happened? Now, that little boy, because he has no 
ability and that point in a theta brainwave mindset to stop that information from coming into his mind believes it is true. And so he starts telling himself he's a little girl. And pretty soon he wants to wear dresses. Pretty soon he wants to play with little dolls. Pretty soon he starts liking little boys. I mean, you think, oh, come on, Ted. No, this is the goal of the transgenders. Look at Klaus Schwab and how he dresses. He looks like a stinking queer. I about said something ugly. He's awful. He's hideous. And I guarantee you he's a Kabbalist because the main goal of these guys is always from a spiritual standpoint to create a hermaphroditic race to emulate their snake god, Isaf, who basically is a bi-gender, transgender, whatever you want to call it. Okay, They want you to be like him. This is why when you hear people like Kenneth Copeland saying that God is both male and female, it nauseates me. I can't believe he says stuff like that. And so it's not okay to listen to people who say things like that. And if they get that part of it wrong, (laughs) gosh, how do they know who the real God is? I'm telling you the truth. How do they know who the real God is? And if they can't get that part right, why would you listen to anything else they say? And it's so frustrating to me that I'm seeing this more and more and more in, this, in the Christian circles. It really is. I mean, we got to stand with Jesus. You know, Adam was created in God's image. Adam was a God. Oh, of course, Kenneth Copeland says that Adam was also half female. He says that too. And when God basically did the surgery on Adam to remove Eve, that he took that out of him. I mean, stupid crap they make up. And what makes me angry with this, this is all from the high-level Masonic teachings and the Kabbalah stuff. That's all this stuff is. And so why in the world should we listen to these preachers or the satanic groups of people who now run the Catholic Church who are promoting all these crazy things too? And the Protestant churches that are just as bad as the Catholic churches at the highest levels. I want you to know because I've worked with a bunch of them. They're awful. So I don't work with them anymore. They nauseate me. The stuff they believe and the stuff they won't teach. Because again, the Masonic lodges infiltrated the Protestant and the Christian, the Christian, Protestant and the Catholic faiths. You know, denominations back in the 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. And they've been pushing all of this through for an ecumenical movement for a one world government and a one world religion under Lucifer, under the Kabbalah. That's why you see an article that says leaked audio reveals how California teachers are recruiting kids in the LGBTQ clubs. This is the goal, guys. Hermaphroditic agenda to not allow you to reproduce, to allow them to do whatever they want to do with your offspring and to create hermaphrodites by giving the proper hormones to a pregnant woman so that the child will be born with both sexual characteristics of having a vagina and a penis. Guys, it happens in the real world when girls get too many hormones in their body. Their bodies go haywire, but they can do that on purpose if they want to. This is what they want to do. This is where they want to take us. I've talked to you guys about that many times about proper sexual, sexual and secondary sexual characteristics and how they're affected by hormones and estrogen and testosterone in utero. They can do all of this stuff now. They have the ability. Heck, if they could clone a sheep 30 years ago, what do you think they can clone now? Just thought I'd mention that. By the way, Biden has issued another vaccine mandate that will now affect the trucking industries. About 37% of the truckers are rejecting the jab and refuse to get it. Joe Biden now is... But Joe Biden's not doing anything. The sexual pervert weirdo sniffing fool Joe Biden will require essential non-resident travelers across the U.S. land borders, such as truck drivers, government and emergency response officials, 
It'd be like people going in and going across state lines to do firefighting to be fully vaccinated beginning on January the 22nd. It never ends, does it, with this clown? And it'll be, it'll go back to the court and the court's going to say it can't be done. But in the meantime, a lot of these guys are getting injected. The truck, I hope the court says that. The trucking industry is already facing a shortage of 80,000 drivers and the American Trucking Association reported that the survey shows that 37% of these truck drivers will not take the injection, which could further exacerbate the supply chain crisis. The Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals and OSHA halted the implementation of Biden's vaccine mandate for private businesses, but White House Press Secretary Jen Saski has urged employers to move forward with the mandates anyway. See, every time he issues a mandate, and even if it is stopped in the courts, like I mentioned earlier in the show, a large percentage of the employees take the injection because they're scared literally to death that they're going to lose their jobs. It's sad. That's why you got to keep your hearts and your minds on Jesus. This morning I had a, a family relative contact me and asked me for a specific prayer request, which I basically did for them. And guys, listen to me. Pray together out loud every single day, at least the husband and wife. You can't get the kids to do it. They're a bunch of brats, whatever. But you as a husband and you as a wife, if you're the alpha male, if you're the alpha female, if you're a single parent, single family household, whatever you do, you pray out loud every single day to God. And you thank God for his mercy and his grace. And you thank him for protecting you and your family. And you plead the blood of Christ over all of yourselves and all of your family and your friends. And you basically put a hedge of thorns up around you. And you station angels. I do that every day for you guys. I love you guys. I appreciate you all. I really, really do. Austin, finish it up and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes, absolutely. And that's why it's continually important to try to remain as positive as possible about a lot of stuff right now. Continue to set goals. Continue to live life. Continue to build motivation and motivate others. And that doesn't mean live in a bubble, pretend that nothing's happening. You have to accept and address reality, again, like I said earlier, in order to build those goals and build the motivation. But what we're seeing right now it's really nothing new under the sun. This may be a new thing as far as because the technology has advanced so far, but we already know what happens. There's always a group of individuals that are bent on forcing other individuals to do what they want. It's just, just a basic concept we're basically working with here, honestly, and that's not been anything new. This has been something that's happened for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. One year, one group wants to dominate another group, and so it reaches a point where you have to make a choice. Are you going to submit to domination or are you going to stand up for your convictions and your belief no matter what? And that's really the question you have to ask yourself right now. Like I said, this isn't a new concept. This isn't some novel idea that's just now happening in 2021. This is something that's been happening for a very, very long time, ever since pretty much the beginning of time after the fall of Adam and Eve. And so, again, I encourage people, it's your responsibility to take care of yourself and your family, especially if you're the head of the household. I encourage you. Thank you again for supporting Health Masters. Be sure to check out the product of the week. It looks like the Awesome Ag one. That's our magnesium calcium formula. Great for females, especially as they get older and preventing osteoporosis and maintaining healthy bones. I've also used it extensively with athletes for short periods, younger athletes, and repairing bone injuries as far as breaks and snaps and fractures really helps rebuild the bone very, very quickly. Males, however, don't need to take it on a regular basis as we really don't need a lot of calcium in our diet as we already get plenty. But females, really, really, really good product. I've had so much feedback from a lot of ladies when they've taken it that's helping out significantly with overall bone health. So be sure to check that out at healthmasters.com. And the vitamin D3-10,000, it's on sale for the last week. 
we'll be doing a uh, changing something up for December as far as a new product that I think I'm going to put out, or a, not a new product, a very popular product you guys like. So be sure to check that out in December when we're going to roll that out. And also the vitamin C powder on sale right now at healthmasters.com. Be sure to check that out at healthmasters. And thank you again, my friends, for the continued active support. As we're seeing the mainstream media put out just fear porn about how, you know, oh, if your family's coming and they're not vaccinated, what should you do? And all this stupid stuff that I saw on New York Times and just NBC the other day, it's all fear porn. It's designed to make you scared of your family. It's designed to break up the family structure. It's designed to prevent you from gathering. The same thing they're talking about now, how they're recommending instead of getting a turkey, you should get a tofu turkey full of soybeans. Guys, Soy protein is high concentrations of plant estrogen, phytoestrogens. It has a similar function to human estrogen, but with weaker effects. They bind to estrogen receptors in the body and can cause weak estrogenic activity. Don't be eating a lot of soy. And if you find something one time that's got soy lecithin or something like that in it, that's not a big deal at all. But just eating a giant soy turkey, tofu turkey, come on, guys. That's exactly what they want everybody to do. Stand up for what you believe encourage everybody as much as you can thank you again y'all have a blessed safe awesome night have a wonderful thanksgiving enjoy your family be safe as always stand up for your beliefs have an awesome time and we'll talk to you again friday as always Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.